Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down things each week to make you say, I think that's the title of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. Oh, man. We all sound. Like we just woke up, not just Eli, who did just wake up. <laughs> Thank you, Shelby. Of, uh, we yeah. needed that. One forty-four p.m. on Sunday. Just for the record. Okay. Can't well, we up. need to start wake naming up. times. Can't wake up. Wake up. That was uh, that sound clip was all of us texting Eli at once yeah. for an is hour. Like, is that like Mufasa? The like is that Simba to Can't Mufasa? Wake the Lion King. Is wake that- up. Okay, I just, know. you know, when we all record at one and we're all like barely up, but now you add 44 minutes or whatever to that. And now it's just, yeah. Anyways, yeah, I'm a sleepy boy. <laughs> this is true. All Look, of this the, is true. The important thing is we're all here and it doesn't matter how many texts we received prior to being here about how we needed to be here. That's, we're all together. That's what matters. That's right. Well, the worst thing is... uh like when your phone dies or something and then you're just like like I woke up and I was like oh time to plug this in and get barraged with things that I deservedly have gotten yelled at <laughs> you, for that's the just thing like, is like when that happens to you because it, ta- it takes a minute for your phone to turn on and then it yeah. takes another minute for it to like load to all connect the things to the network and you're and like download I- my barrage yes yeah, like you know what's coming. Like mm-hmm. I've absolutely been in that position before, and it's like I I know I know like roughly the amount of frantic missed calls I'm going to have, and they're all going to come in at once. <laughs> yeah, that was like that, that, very was, bad. that was the turning point in the investigation. It was like, well, he'll probably be here, and then it's like, did you try to call him? It's like, yeah, I went straight to voicemail. It's like, okay, well, okay, so we're dealing with <laughs> dead phone. Maybe lost phone. We don't know. You know, it could be. Yeah, it was just the, the possibilities. Sort of the universe opened quite a bit at that point. So, yeah. so. we were uh, well. Also, like so, while we were waiting for you, we were like, well, he'll probably wake up eventually. But let's just record the bonus, just the two of us, and then by the time we do the main episode, he'll be awake. But because we didn't know for sure that you were alive, we were like, we can't do a whole bonus of like Eli fell off a cliff because like. What if Eli found a cliff I in New York and he cliff. fell off it? <laughs> I fell we into the know. Gowanus Canal last night. <laughs> exactly. No. He fell off of one of those cliffs, cliffs all the way up on the West Side Highway, kind of by like yeah, like, the Palisades, like by Columbia up there. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's what really woke me up. Was just a no. I was like, someone's about to record a bonus, and I <laughs> shot up out of dark sleep. <laughs> yeah. I like, us, I like the idea of us getting distance. copyright struck for playing the waking up music. I, I always forget which uh, which symphony or whatever that is, but just very just like, okay, yep. It's like the the state of so-and-so. The morning song. Yeah. Or whoever recorded it has the has the rights to the recording. It's probably, the I would suspect the composer is long dead. Uh, it's yeah. Elmer Fudd, right? That's who owns that? I mean, it's definitely the music from uh, Godzilla vs. Bambi, which was a uh, an animated short that appeared before the Godzilla 1985 VHS. That's what I associate it most with and mm. it's just bambi getting stomped on by godzilla and then it continues so yeah is in that, retrospect, that was a just 
Godzilla killing Bambi. That's yeah. all it was. It was like just like Bambi, like like doing like deer stuff, kind of like nibbling on flowers and stuff, and kind of you know just being cute and uh, for like a like you know fifteen twenty seconds, and then just a giant Godzilla foot comes down. Damn, then, uh, yeah. Bambi has been through enough. Don't do that to Bambi. Yeah, Bambi had a tough life. That's that's hurtful. Yeah. Time I mean, you Bambi, saw Bambi had the one main thing. Yes, yeah. and then was just most of it was regular deer stuff. <laughs> but I mean, that, the, the main rabbit. thing was pretty bad, though. Like, yeah, that's some trauma. I think the last time I saw Bambi, I'm gonna say uh, 25 years ago. Probably. Yeah, you don't you don't need to see it again. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's, it's not, not, not like due it's, for a rewatch. I don't yeah, think. no. It's yeah, one of those like cultural touchstones where you're like, you gotta rewatch Bambi. Yeah. Like, and no, and I think Bambi. Bambi has aged okay in the sense there's not like a jive talking animal or something that it's like, <laughs> right. oh boy. <laughs> right. yeah. Unlike yeah. like Dumbo or what you know, or one of the other things. It's like, no, they're God. just you know, it's just kid stuff. You know, it's not it's fine. It's not like there's not like a yeah, like There know. is, yeah, like a uh in in I like every Disney movie made before like nineteen eighty five, there is a hepcat animal that is like very racist for some reason. <laughs> like every one of them. I'm cool and racist. Those right. are my two things. <laughs> yeah. My two main attributes. And I'm a, a weird animal as well. Those are my three attributes. I was like, uh, like a couple nights ago, I was doing, I was like hanging out and I did like a foghorn leghorn for whatever reason. Like I like was doing a bit on it. And then somebody came by and was like, accusing it of being like a racist they're like are you doing a racist voice and i was like i'm doing foghorn leghorn and then it just got into a way more confusing discussion of like <laughs> is foghorn leghorn, is a racist foghorn voice? leghorn racist and like i was like well he's a chicken right and that's his main thing so i don't yeah. think so yeah i but, don't know what ethnicity like i don't know what uh ethnicity he is apart from being a chicken, chicken. yeah i remember just i remember chicken. when when like jeff sessions was first nominated to be uh uh you know for the cabinet uh like, you know, this is like four years ago now or whatever it was. But like um, some I, I made a comment about how his name was like Jefferson Beauregard Sessions, the third or something mm-hmm. like that. And someone was like, let's pick something else to make fun of except for names. OK, like like that was somehow. <laughs> it's like, Are you kidding me right now with this? Like, hey, buddy, I just logged on to ruin yeah. your day. Like we're doing. I, OK, we're, that's what we're. OK, sure. Looks yeah, like you're right. You're an right. Pressure on our hands. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> that. Yeah. I mean, I, I get like. Yes, if you you can't make fun of a name if it's from like uh you know if it's an, if it's in another another language or like another culture where it's like oh that name sounds funny to me but it's like rich white guy names don't take that away and from and like us. he's the guy who wants to keep all the people from other countries out right. that was like he, his whole yeah. thing so I think it's okay to make fun of him you know uh, I just hope we never um get that taken away because I love making fun of people's names I there I it's just uh. There are a lot of really good, stupid names out there that uh, yeah. it's important for me to be able to laugh at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they brought it upon themselves. My middle name is also Beauregard. I'll just want to cover <laughs> what is, that. What here. is your middle name? Uh, I don't want not on the pod. You want to say Opsec? <laughs> he doesn't dox himself. My, there, there's many Eli Udens out there. He yeah. Want to, uh... No, my middle name is Moses. So. Oh, yeah. you have such a Jewish name. Oh, I have a whole bit about it. Please <laughs> do not do. tweet at me with bits on my middle name. I will not fave them. <laughs> we'll move along. That's, yeah. I have like, um, I feel like I have that for Catholicism, so I can't. 
I can't judge. I'm a Catherine Elizabeth, which is like what every Catholic is named. That's all of us. So no, but like it feels so precious, but it's like fairly useless information. Like, but you're like you're legitimate. Like I'm the legitimate. Like I shouldn't say it in public. They. They'll be able to track me down. They'll steal my identity now that they have my middle name. I think like, it. I think it is sort of important information if you have a common name because it it can like differentiate you. But like, I'm the only person on, in the world with my name, so it kind of doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But like, the only person. I feel in like the if world? I were, yeah, yeah, that I that I, I I'm the only person who has any sort of like footprint that is available through the internet with my name. So, uh, but if I, but if my name were Patrick Monahan, I would probably not tell people my middle name. Cause it's mm. like, you don't know which one it is. It's I'm, I could be the train guy. You don't know. That's you know? right. Maybe I am. Yeah. Fine. No way to tell. Opening up. Revealing. <laughs> You've been lying this whole time about not being the train guy. I'm very, I'm so surprised that there are more, cause I have other, there's other Eli Udens. I'm, yeah? I'm surprised that there's. Not a my single la- Catherine Barbadoro. My last name is really uncommon. Like even in Italy, it's not common. So it's they're <laughs> they not think that you're many lying. Names. If you go there, you're like, "I'm <laughs> one of you." They're like, what's your last name? Barbadoro. Oh, sure. Okay. There's like Just one village like- where there's a bunch of them, and then like kind of nowhere else. So I don't even think there's any like Caterina Barbadoros or anything. Like it's just. Just uh, you know, there's not that many of us. Most of most of the ones in the U.S. I can figure out how I'm related to pretty quickly. Like that's Mm -hmm. how few of them there are. So Mm. basically what I'm saying is um, I'm extremely easy to like dox or like find or stock or like find information on. Uh, So that's good. Yeah. The, the (laughs) intro to this episode, the dox files. Yeah, seriously. This is just, (laughs) I don't know. I should probably worry about it more, but we're taking ourselves out here. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, Kathleen, if you find an address for Kath Barbadoro... It's definitely mine. Definitely yeah. <laughs> Someone's just know. drawing a bead on me right now. There's a red dot moving up my chest. I mean, like, we should all be paying for that service that takes you off those, like, public record sites. You know what I mean? Like, like, like... It is crazy what you can find on there for Because free. it's just like, that stuff, well, it's all, it's all perfectly legal. It's like, okay, well, somebody should still drone strike wherever the servers are hosted for these places. Yeah. Because, mm. like, I'm sorry, there's no legitimate, like... Process servers have other methods, you know what I mean, or whoever, you know, private investigators. We don't need like random shit bags on the internet being able to find out all this information about where people live. Like, yeah, stuff. yeah. Like, it's uh, you know, just some it's fucked no up good. small business. It's like I have everyone's address. It's like cool, <laughs> nice, yeah. very cool. But um, if you don't you know about do. those sites, don't uh, don't go look. Don't at look them. into it. Yeah. <laughs> do not look for our information on there. Thank you. Or live in New York and move constantly, so that mm. I'm I would be half sure that they still are like I'm like I haven't lived there in two years. Oh my god, I live in so I live in a a, a three bedroom apartment that's had like a fair truly I've lived here the for, docs files. Well, Kath. let me I'm and if you I go live, to Cass Building as we was talking before, <laughs> she'll just buzz you in. I'll let you in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. But so I I live in an apartment with a, a lot of rooms. And before I moved in, there was a lot of turnover. So I get mail for probably 15 people. Like, oh, yeah. Just constant, a barrage of mail for people who don't live here anymore, who I like, I feel like I have some cosmic connection to because it's like, they these names mail. are 
so familiar <laughs> to me now because I get all their mail. It's like yeah, no one, no one in New York has ever changed their address like officially. Every apartment I've ever lived in, I get. I know old people that used to live in my apartment by name because of the sheer amount of mail that I get yeah. for different people. It's crazy. I mean, I think if I... Hemanshu Sharma, you and all your fucking mail. <laughs> <laughs> you like getting mail Calling much? them out. Yeah, yeah. Calling yeah them mail out. much, my good bitch. Hemanshu. <laughs> yeah. Manchu Sharma, you're on fucking notice. You yeah. hear this? If you That's listen, right. change your address. Well, I moved, so I don't care anymore, but who boy. Well, that's, I feel mail. like if I lived in a in a one bedroom, I would get less. Like I think it's because I have multiple. Like there've always been three adults living here, so it's like triple mm. the mail. It's really right. bad. Yeah, not a fan. Yeah, anyway. I haven't. I'm trying to remember the last time I got like old other people's mail. Um, I somehow get like there's stuff for like my yeah I get like weird stuff for I, like. People that are, I think, like my mom gets stuff addressed to me sometimes, even though she's never lived. You know, I, I don't know what the hell's going on. You body. get, yeah. you get um, emails that aren't for you. That's true. I have a, which I, I, I never have happened to. Me. I changed my Verizon email address for my account now because somebody named Patricia something or other like signed up with the same email address and it let her do it. And and I'm getting like, <laughs> I'm getting emails about like porting over her number and important stuff. And it's like, look, you know. I've, I've done this before with like a sp- like Banco Santander like sent me stuff for somebody in Spanish and I like went to their help <laughs> thing and was like hi uh, this is I'm not Patricia Morales or whatever um, like can you notify her some other way like I'm gonna mark these as spam and they were just like uh, and I like I had to like dust off my Spanish to try to like communicate in this chat and they were just like I don't understand what the problem is and I was like all right then I did my I did what I could you know sorry lady you're never gonna get your bank account again or whatever you know and it's the same thing yeah. with this. Like you're not going to have your access to your phone because you don't know your own fucking email address. I, I don't I, like. I don't. I'm, are you a hundred years old? I don't understand. I have she a. She hunt and pecked out an email address. Like, come and she on, up one letter. Give me a break. I have a friend with a with a very common name who has a similar problem, and apparently. Like she's been getting stuff for like psychics, like whoever this person was, was like so bad at the Internet and such a rube that they like signed up for some sort of psychic mailing list. Oh, I got a couple with the of wrong those. email. And it's like, we have a special connection, Sarah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, Wait, it's, not, it's, like not, it's, like, it's not Michelle, is it? Ad- because I get I get constant emails about light transmissions that I don't know how to stop. <laughs> no, I, I got a couple different ones from like yeah, a guy was just named like Gregory or something, and he's he's got like this weird like beatific smile on his face, and it's like yeah, like it's exactly what you're talking about, Kath. Like the I have to prepare a special reading for you, Patricia, right. or whatever. And it's like <laughs> two different kinds of that guy too. I've gotten, and it's like. Uh-oh. You know, I need to just move everything off this email, off, you know, just get it, <laughs> clean it out. You know, the problem, you know, the problem is changing the email address is like such a, especially after years and years and years, it's like you have to always have it like available as like a, you know, be able to check it and maybe you have stuff get forwarded to you. And so it just never really ends, you know, over time. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I should probably figure that out. But yeah, <laughs> I, I've gotten those weird little like, like astrology guru like you know mm-hmm. whatever spam list you sign up for and it's like i'm working yeah. on a personal reading it's like okay it's uh, weird to uh, me uh, that i don't get those because like based on my internet habits i feel like they would think i'm a mark like because mm-hmm. i like i like tarot and like horoscopes and stuff like that like well, i feel somebody like somebody would have bought my info you know yeah 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was somebody who signed up for it. So it was like a, yeah, like asking for. Uh, the, you know. That is like b- probably a big hazard of that job is like the people who sign up for stuff like that are so clueless that they're probably putting in the wrong email like a third of the time. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, yeah. I definitely get to that point also where you just want to like, there's so many people that have gotten my email somehow that you just want to like airlock it. You want to just like, just visualize yeah. just like, just I get so much fucking spam de- disconnecting and like a bunch of, yeah, like a, an, you know, an escape pod drifting into deep space with some guy like plastered against the window. Like I have a reading for you. It's like, goodbye <laughs> forever, yeah. please. Like, I, like, I, don't, I don't even know how you would do it. Like, I guess you, like you just disappear. Send, do you send an email to people that you like care if they have your new email or do you even bother? Or you just like say, I'm not using that anymore as it comes up. I guess maybe that's how you do it. You just kind of, cause like, you know, I'm not going to notify people that I haven't emailed in 10 years, you know, that I'm friendly with or whatever. I guess. Right. But, and yeah. like, how, it, how do you even like there, there are people that I'm like good friends with that I see like, you know, a few times a week. I've never emailed them. Like, right. I don't know. It's, it's a problem. Should we do numbers? Yes. Let's do it. Now that we've pinpointed ourselves. Now that we've, uh, yeah, now that everyone knows where we live and we've taken uh, the concept of emails to task. Take Let's that, emails. <laughs> Number five. Number five uh, comes to us from uh, from the the world of uh, Idaho local news. Um, uh, Rathdrum, Idaho is the name of the town. The world of Idaho. The world of Idaho. Uh, the Idaho okay. extended universe. <laughs> and there was a... Uh, the Idaho cinematic universe. <laughs> I think I did a very good job of uh, uh, making it seem very normal that I thought maybe there was a credit for this and I had to quickly check and then it, <laughs> I didn't need to uh, give a credit. So, No, I'm just uh, enjoying the Idaho cinematic universe yeah. world. Um, Hawkeye is here. Only Hawkeye. <laughs> this is no. This is the Idaho timeline. It's like a different Hawkeye. He's like he's he's dead in the other timeline, but he's like in Idaho in this one. It's That's right. Complicated. That's right. Um, so this uh, this this there's a crash. Um, I guess a GMC Yukon towing a trailer. Um, I guess got hit. Like the the, the car was with the, tra- the the truck with the trailer was trying to turn. Onto, onto a highway or something, and then it got hit by a car. And there was a dog that was ejected from the rear of the GMC Yukon and went missing. And it was a uh, two-year-old Border Collie, Border Collie healer mix going by the name Tilly. Um, and they have all the information about Tilly. And, and she was last seen running northwest from the crash scene through the field, I guess, after being just, you know, just thrown clear this car. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, and uh, in a happy update to this story, um, Tilly was found, and oh, it's a he, and he was found uh, on a sheep farm where he apparently had just sort of started freelancing as a sheep herder. So he was just <laughs> just herding sheep. And this is the kind of thing that, like, you know, and, and he's lost some weight since the crash, drinking lots of water. He was gone, missing for a few days, I guess, uh, but he's otherwise healthy, so he's doing good. But, um,. Drinking uh, lots of water is so funny. Staying hydrated. For being in a car crash. <laughs> well, he's you know he was a little dehydrated probably just from running yeah. around on this farm. But because he uh, yeah, it's not like he it's not like uh, a a friendly Idaho shepherd took him in. It's like he found these sheep and we're like these are right. mine now. And that's what and well that's the thing like that's what you got to do when you're that kind of dog. That's just in your brain. I don't know. I don't right. know. But it's just like I got to do this and like you do it. It's like exactly like if I were thrown uh, from a car crash and then I just wandered into a podcast and i just started <laughs> that's right podcasting you know yeah. 
That's it. Or I like got I had to get on stage in front of those sheep because I just have yeah. that hustle in me, you know. That's got to do it. Just bleeding from the ear while yeah. I'm <laughs> right <laughs> recording yeah, an Idaho podcast. Yeah, I mean, it feels like a very sort of like Jason Bourne situation where this dog just herding <laughs> sheep in the in the countryside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. oh Jesus Christ, that's Tilly. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I mean, it's just like yeah, like. The the dog pro I mean dogs like that, like Aussies and other kind of like shepherding type dogs, <laughs> they like do that with their families, like the people they live with. They like make sure they want to need to make sure where everyone is, they kinda of get them all oh, yeah. in one location and stuff. So like, they're already doing that all the time anyway. That's like how they they like envision the world like a Tetris game or something where they're just kinda of like we have to make all the pieces fit and then you get a in this situation, those- it's like, Thank God I can fix this, <laughs> you know, it's like them. Yeah, a, l- a lot of those types of dogs, like they're they're actually not good to get if you have little kids because they'll just herd the little kids around. They'll herd, they'll herd them. They'll herd them. Yeah, like we we used to take care of my neighbor's dog when my neighbors would go out of town as a kid, and um, he would he would nip at my brother's feet because like he he clearly sussed out that my brother was the lowest on the totem pole and was like, I gotta I gotta herd this one. Well, maybe this you're. Is- Brother should get in fucking line and get, <laughs> get in the herd. Yeah, start behaving. Um, but yeah, no, laps it's uh, around him in the living room. <laughs> it's like it's like um, you know when when veterans come back from war and it's like they can't. They're like, I gotta get. I only feel normal when I'm back in combat. That's that's these dogs herding sheep. They're just they right. Just, just Tilly standing in the supermarket as the film ends. Um, yes. Yeah, just hurt, hurt locker style. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not yeah. not happy with being home with uh, his dog wife and, and little puppy. Um, <laughs> wants to be out there chasing sheep around. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, yeah, so Till- Tilly's good apparently. So they found uh, Tilly. They they. I, I'm assuming Tilly was not a working dog before this, right? Like just somebody's dog who was. I, I, who was yeah, I, I don't have that. I don't have that level of detail, but but I, 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 that's my impression. It's just kind of like she just kind of took. He just kind of took off and. Uh, yeah, I think it would. I, it, I don't think it would be as, as of note. Maybe if if yeah, it was something that yeah. But it's just hardwired in the brain too. So it's like yeah, very young. It's just in there. Yeah, it's it's yeah. just in his brain. Uh, I I just looked up a picture of Tilly. He's he looking is good. Very cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, we got to stop this thing where they're like weighs approximately seventy pounds, as if that's going to help anybody. I, when people give dogs weights, it's so foreign and just it's just absolutely useless information <laughs> like i have no idea is this a common thing do you like are you reading dogs weights a lot well like, you, when they when people put up like missing things sometimes they're like approximately oh, yeah. 70 pounds and i'm like, like oh yeah i'll make sure to weigh a dog if i find it like <laughs> i think I it's no messed idea. up how they, they always give the female dogs uh ages um which they don't give <laughs> female dogs it is um, it's hurtful when they yeah. say that well how's that true. relevant to this yeah um <laughs> yeah uh, um, but yeah, look, no, it looks like Tilly was just like a, a dog that lived on like a, you know, in the, like a farm, farmish house. Um, yeah. Cause the picture, the picture of him is just like, he's chilling inside next to a, a nice fireplace. Like it, it, it just looks like a, somebody's pet, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, yeah, there's a whole, the local news story, they're going nuts. They got the guy who found her, found him on the phone. They had an interview with the family, you know, so they really, they, they drilled down on this cause it's a, you know, it's a good story. Good ending. It is. Um, it's very heartwarming. And yeah, he's just yeah. He's like, is there a, is there like a dog out there? What's going on? What's going on? Why are all the? Like, hey, why are, 
where are all my sheep in one place? What's going so on? So apparently the apparently the people who found uh Tilly were they had another they had an Australian shepherd who they used to herd their sheep who looked kind of like Tilly named Huey and they were like, "Hold on, that's not Huey. That's an <laughs> imposter." And then I'm they found double for <laughs> Tillys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just think that's like um I, there's like a meme post. I don't know if it's real because I never saw any backstory of it, but it was like um, a guy uh, lost his cat and then his cat came back. And then like two weeks later, a cat that looked exactly the same came back. And he's like, well, now I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't understand this. There's a picture of two cats that looked like basically identical. He was like, yeah. I thought my cat came back a few weeks ago, but now there's this other one. So... I feel like that's Maybe Tilly and Huey. Cat wandered into the prestige machine. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just every couple weeks they release a new one back to this house mm, until yeah. he has the like, cat. The cat cats. was named the Great Danton. So that was the, <laughs> uh, that was the giveaway. There. Folks, check it off. Another prestige reference. <laughs> the prestige Take a drink. has been achieved. You <laughs> did it. Yeah. I mean, it'd be difficult with a cat, too. It's like, oh, they both love eating cat food and shitting in a box. Um, those were my old cat's favorite things. That, it's so. so funny, like, because I, you know, I love my cat. Uh, she's the best. Uh, I will post pictures of her on Twitter all the time. And people will reply and be like, oh, my God, she looks just like my cat. And it's like, yeah. She's a cat. They all, they all kind of look alike. <laughs> like, I li- Look, I'll always look at a picture of a cat, like, happy to see it. But it is like, yeah, all tabby cats, like, pretty much look the same. There's not, it's not a whole lot of variation going on. Mm-hmm. Cats you know. in general, unless yeah, you got like, one of those skinless ones. That's f- the freaking skinless. Ooh. Not, yeah, but, yeah. You got it's the, like Mister Body, but a cat. <laughs> that's right. You got the you got Hairless. the Egyptian cats. Yeah, you got you got the Garfield cat. Um, you got a black and white cat, a little tuxedo cat. Uh, then like just like gray cat, I guess. Right. <laughs> and then there's uh, and there's like the brown and gray cat. Uh, those are the main ones. Those are the main ones. Yeah. You got, you got your tabbies. You got your calicos. Uh, Central you got cat your Garfields, species. you got your um, gray one, and then, and then you have like your weird flat face guys too. That's oh, like the Scottish, the Scottish folds. Um, no, the I was thinking more like guys. the the Persians, like the really fluffy ones that look like Wilfred Brimley. Oh, the fancy feast ass. Yes, the, the fancy, <laughs> fancy feast, feast ass cats. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, that like when we went to see Meet the Breeds, and there was like a cat section, and it was like one get room. out. Get the fuck out of here. What are you I doing don't know. Here? Remember when we saw them do all those tricks? For, this though? isn't for you, cats. <laughs> Remember when we saw the like them doing all the tricks though? That really blew my mind. Did you guys watch that with me? I might have been with friend of the show David Sutrek and not you guys. Cats but, uh, doing tricks? Maybe? I was like no, a, I, I was, was a little high and I watched cat acrobatics and it blew my mind it was insane i'll, well, I'll post it, like, a picture cats would listen to like anyone is, is interesting yeah. enough my <laughs> idea of cat acrobatics is people just like throwing cats into a soft surface and just be like seeing what they do in there i'd also watch that that sounds yeah. that sounds fun um but no shout out shout out to my cat zelda she went to the vet the other day she was so nice to them i was so proud Ow. clean bill of health she will be uh, with us for many years, throwing up her food immediately after eating it. And, uh, and thank goodness for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love to see a cat just throw up. <laughs> yeah. When you're over somewhere. Hey, yep. man. 
Lo- love it when uh, <laughs> when they start doing that like weird body wave where you know it's coming, and so yeah. you frantically grab them and throw them off yeah. of your uh, bed so that they're, they don't. They're like weird little comforter, weird little cat break dance pop and lock that ends in vomit. <laughs> and you're like, yep. okay, cool, <laughs> very nice. Thanks, thanks, <laughs> thank you so much for this. Yeah, it's beautiful. Should we do mm. number four? Yeah. Let's do it. Best of luck to Tilly. Thank you to Tilly for your service. We love you, Tilly. Number four. Okay, number four. Uh, this this makes me um, very jealous of uh, people who live in countries that don't have at-will employment because uh, this story is about a, a bus driver in England. Um, this story comes to us from Average Gatsby in the Discord. Um so this bus driver, uh, he's 66 years old uh, from a town called Tynanware, which sounds completely fake. Um, he called in sick to his his uh, driving job. And, uh, you know, he did the, <coughs> I have a lung condition. That's what he told him. I have a lung condition. Um, but he was then later seen drinking and smoking down the pub. And uh, for this offense, he was fired. But here's where the twist happens. Um, he apparently took them to court for uh, firing him, and uh, and he won. The judge says that uh, unless he was specifically forbidden from socializing while ill by his employer, uh, he was free to do what he liked after he called in sick. So um, the company that employed him is like paying him restitution for firing him, which I think is like pretty sick. Um, they they had like a whole argument of uh you know whether whether you can go down the pub on antibiotics or uh down you know if that's a if that's a breach of breach of calling in sick etiquette um so yeah i just think this is rad cuz uh this would never happen here you would just you would just get fired and that would be the end of that you would yeah. have absolutely no recourse and uh yeah i mean they could fire you cuz they don't like the color of your shirt yeah. um I, you know i i Lung condition is a weird one to just like, hey, boss, not feeling well. Like, I, what, when you mean <laughs> lung condition, do you mean like a chronic thing, or did he mean just like I'm, I got, some, I got like a chest bug or something? Yeah, he has it doesn't a- say. It just says uh, Mr. Kane was suffering from a serious lung condition at the time and told bosses he spent the day quote in bed with his chest, which that it's- just means he was like sucking on some titties or something. But uh, <laughs> yeah. It says he has a chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, if you have COPD, you probably shouldn't smoke generally. So that's just... Yeah, the smoking is definitely... But it's a free country, my friend. Yeah, that's true. You can't yeah. get fired for uh, doing something stupid for your health. <laughs> like, I, Well, I, well I, I'm a little worried about this idea that, like, I, I don't love the language. Well, they didn't tell him he couldn't socialize while he was out sick. Like, can your boss mandate what you do when you're out sick? It's like, I'm out sick, man. Well, I'm not on the clock. Like, yeah. yeah, I think that's the argument is, like, you're not on the clock, so it's none of your business. But, like, but like but, if they had yeah. said, hey, don't go to the pub, like, he would have been, <laughs> they would have been able to fire him. Like, I'm not clear on what, what, yeah. the, what that, because that's no good. That seems kind of, you know, like... That yeah. do, that does seem that does seem problematic. I mean, maybe it would be more like if he had agreed to those conditions and then went yeah. to the pub, there would be some sort of informal contract that he was breaking, and like that would be a problem. But yeah, um, yeah so <laughs> it's apparently um, his boss is the one who who spotted him down the pub. So like, I'm on this guy's side, but at the same time, like 
if you live in a town with one pub and you're sick, you can't, you can't go there. Like, yeah. if you call into work, you can't go to the pub that you always go to after work. That's no. not allowed. The, yeah, go to yeah, go get some beers or whatever at the at the whatever convenience store is near at you the during Tesco. the work during the work day, right? And then just do that at home. Go to the something. petrol station and get your. <laughs> Get your Newcastle Brown ale. Yeah, do the do the Shaun of the Dead walk to the place, and instead of getting a Coke, get a can of beer. Newcastle Brown ale, the beloved beer of the Englands. Just of one the Englands, one Englands, can of yeah. beer. For the day. I would like your finest can, please. <laughs> your finest Newcastle Brown ales, please. Um, yeah, also, I mean, that's yeah. Hey, sorry, man, my COPD is really acting up. It's like okay, uh, you know, that's like all. Yeah, I mean, fair enough, I guess. <laughs> it's it's also such a serious sounding thing that it's like it's that a also serious feels health problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be like, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do as a boss if you're like, hey, man, uh, my lung is acting up, I can't breathe. It's like, all right, well, I hope you don't die. We'll see you tomorrow. Like, you can't yeah. do anything about boss it. Boss is like, okay, the lung again, really? All right. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I think COPD is one of those ones where if it gets bad, you have to like have like the rolling oxygen tank and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. Oh, probably stop there is no debate sure. here. This guy should not be smoking and hanging out at the pub. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is not. He should not be doing that for like many reasons. But one of those reasons is not because he called in sick. Right. That's no. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm just. I'm wary of this idea that your boss can be like now. Nothing fun, no TV or anything, okay? Right, yeah. You have to Are just you... be in bed. And is that somehow, like, enforceable if they find out you watch TV, like you're fired? Like, I don't if know. you had That's... too nice of a time when you were yeah. out sick. No yeah. video games. Like, oh, yeah, it's getting sent to your room, but your parents take all your stuff out of your room before, so yeah. you can't just, like, hang out up there. And Yeah, yeah. It's I exactly feel like, like sick days are also, like, it's a weird... I mean, it, de- it depends on what your job is and where you work and everything, but, like... I don't know. I just feel like, um, you know, because I have I have like mental health shit and I f- I'm I, I have a good track record of of being good at day jobs and being able to function in that environment. But like there have definitely been times where I've called in sick without a physical problem just because it's like I need to take a mental health day. Yeah. And like when you need to take a mental health day, it's hard to not feel sort of guilty. It's hard to not feel like you're lying a little bit, but it's like. It's your that. day. It's your day. You're allowed to have it. It's going to make you do a better job when you come back to work. Like there's right. absolutely I mean, it, it, this is even aside from the fact that like you should uh, steal time from your bosses. Time theft is sick. But like even apart from that, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't you don't help have that, to you don't have to be miserable to take a sick day. It doesn't help that like mental health day was like a joke thing that people said for years. Like everyone yeah. was me like. Oh, a mental health day, and like go to the beach or whatever. But and they put well, they put it in like a separate box some places too, right? Don't they say like personal day or something? And it's not a sick day. Is that like is that what that's meant to be, or does like if you I think go, that's what that's yeah. meant to be. Or if you have to go, like if you have to deal with like a family thing or whatever, you know, I guess that's a personal day. Yeah, I don't know. Right? Maybe. Yeah, it's like a different category than vacation or sick day. And it's like yeah, I, and I guess it's factored in so that you don't have to feel bad about taking a sick day when you're not like technically sick or whatever, but. Yeah, I mean, like, it should just be like, hey, not feeling great today, not going to come in. Unless there's, like, something that you had to do that day that you're not going to be able to do or whatever. Like, that should end the conversation. You know, Yeah, it's not any, It's not anybody's There shouldn't damn be any probing business. as to what it is. Or, you know, and, and it sucks that people feel like they have to 
justify it like yeah i don't know i think i ate something bad or you know whatever you <laughs> yeah. know or, or i'm like, shitting no. my brains out boss yeah like I'm see not you feeling, later like, I'm, i don't feel well i'm not coming in that's it you know where did why is the what did that trope come i remember like there's thing it was like the biggest fear was like oh i caught a foul ball i went to a baseball game on my day off and caught a foul ball and i was on the jumbotron oh, was that that's seinfeld? a seinfeld episode yeah it's yeah. also ferris bueller a little bit um, yeah no i feel yeah. like it was like an actual trope for a minute but it was like and then, and then in real life, it was the opposite. There was a guy who it was his alibi for like a murder case, as he was an yeah. extra in the Curb episode. <laughs> oh yeah, at Dodger That's Stadium. Awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. What day did you film this? Please say what you you know what day you filmed this, so we can present it in court and get me out of this murder ca- uh, charge. Not I'm on only right now. am I innocent of murder, I now have an IMDb page. Yeah, right. Bitch. Yeah, What's up? Here's now my I'm credit. Sag. Yeah. <laughs> Here's uh, my proof that I have not committed murder and am SAG eligible. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's a, that's, yeah. So <laughs> D- don't go to a baseball game if you're uh, playing hooky, but also if you're going to, uh, yeah, you know, there's, a, it may help you get off a murder charge. Yeah, but uh, do go to a baseball game if someone is, someone else is committing a murder that looks like you. And you're yes. worried you might get uh, dinged for it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have to catch a foul ball. <laughs> you that's, have to be hunting yeah. them out. Yeah. Like that weirdo, like that weird guy that does that. That's like this whole thing. Have you that, seen him? That's like a thing, right? Like there's a guy who just goes to games to try to catch foul balls. Yeah, he has not like fa- a not jersey. Foul balls, home run balls. Home run balls. Well, there's yeah, a guy who's like a jersey. He's like foul ball guy. And all oh, we're shit. talking about two different guys. Okay, yeah. Maybe. They're these guys that are like, the, the term is like ball hawk. And they, they go to catch home runs. And they like. Psycho. Um, it's, you know, and it's generally. Just get into trains or whatever. It's generally harmless, but like, it, and then it's like there's inevitably there's some confrontation where like they took their scene is like maybe taking a ball from a kid or whatever, and then everyone's yeah. just like, you asshole. It's like, well, <laughs> hang on. I, uh, yeah, Shelby, that's the guy I'm thinking of. Uh, but, uh, he, but then like, then on the other side, like guys like that will like occasionally just like super bite it running or diving for something. <laughs> There'll be a clip that goes around. Everyone's that's, like, Haha. that happened recently. That's how I found out this was a thing. Cause there yes. was a, a guy eating shit trying to catch a ball. He like yeah. fell like, I feel like he fell off like a balcony or something. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then like, and then like he was still scrambling for the ball and then a kid got it anyway or whatever. Yeah. It's like, Which yeah, is like I mean, a real like, nice happy ending for sure. I'm sorry. You know, if there's any, and, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, again, like I said, I, I think it's probably just a, problem with how you're presented how you're presented by default you know what i mean i don't think this guy's actively like fighting off kids to like get the ball or whatever and probably gives more than because they catch a ton of them so it's not like they're just like you know um but anyway whatever ball hawks don't check weird weird hobby i mean yeah. i don't know i guess it's like people who collect autographs or something it's like we all have to fill our time until we die, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah, autographs are weird autographs hobby, are a, but okay. Yeah, autographs are a weird one, especially now because nobody wants autographs now. They're really. kind of worthless now. Yeah, everybody just wants a selfie or whatever. I mean, there, there was a time Baseball. when you just wanted to, you want, like <laughs> getting something signed, like I guess, like a piece of memorabilia is one thing. But like there were times when like it's like I have an autograph book that I like bring to things, right? And someone signs it, and I have their autograph on a page in this book. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, that's, that's the funniest. I remember when I was a little kid, um, I, I went to Disney World. Yes, and the, they have, the, the breakfast, yes. Yes. D- d- I've told the story before, right, about going to the 
Oh no, I think about I, I just think about the character breakfast all the time. I think it's such a funny thing where everybody wants their little like, you know, Chip and Dale draw their little paws in those books. Right. Yeah. And it's just some guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, so I have it. apparently it's they so have weird. leeway on like they have like broad strokes they have to hit with they the signatures. They teach them how to do it. Yeah. But they get a little bit of they get a little bit of uh they can they can do a little bit of jazz. And they all know how to <laughs> Uh, I was like they all know how to sign upside down too because you just like yes. constantly yeah. kids kids don't know they're but I have I have a I have a great photo of me like just looking like a little businessman handing like a document to Rafiki <laughs> to be signed being like oh Rafiki <laughs> if you please <laughs> could you ratify this please Rafiki yeah. we've passed an amendment and uh, needs yeah. your signature yeah just just that was that was it man that was the height of. Like, like when you're a kid, there's nothing, there's nothing more like balling out than like being at the Grand Floridian like ballroom or whatever <laughs> in that hotel, like very bright and airy. And then there's just Chip, Dale, uh, <laughs> the girl one from Chip and Dale, like Sprocket or Gizmo or something. I forget. Uh, I think and then Gizmo you got all the right. Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, you know, Pluto, who, you know, again, there's a whole bunch of problems with what Pluto is or not. Uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, they're all well, just so there, when, and, and then all of the, I guess all the new ones too. But I, I'm so old that it was yeah. like yeah. the main it was guys. The classic. <laughs> I mean, the, the lore of it is so funny that like the idea that as a kid or whatever that you're like Rafiki is real, and he's signing autographs. <laughs> like, yeah. he is Rafiki. He lives at Pride Rock. He's famous for being Rafiki. He <laughs> yeah. sings a little song or whatever he's he the does. Shaman who. Uh, yeah. Baptizes each new uh, Lion King <laughs> and lives and in on that- his days off. He's here. <laughs> yeah. Lives in that tree um, in the on the Pride Land and like on like the Velt. And uh, yeah, and he comes here every Sunday. He comes here every Sunday at one o'clock. My so like my parents still talk about this trip to Disney World because like I was so we have like family in Florida and we just like one of the days went to Disney World or whatever. It wasn't like why we were there, but it's expensive to go. It's like a it's an undertaking, you know. Like we went, I guess we went for a few days. But I was like such a fearful kid that I like wouldn't go on any of the rides, and I just wanted to meet Mickey over and over and over again. <laughs> well, and my great, parents were like, expenditure from your parents, yeah. They're loving how useful and this was. My parents were just like, it was the most boring fucking trip ever because we just had to wait in line to meet Mickey, and you didn't want to go on any rides because you were scared of all of them. I could have just bought a damn Mickey suit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For the cost of sending three huh. people, to Mickey's Disney at the World. house. You can meet him again. <laughs> He came yeah. to the house, so yeah. I, in uh, retrospect, feel <laughs> feel very bad. I mean, for I mean, it's it's you know, like I obviously we've talked about like the the the, the adult Disney people, which is like a whole you know thing. Sure. But, um, I don't know. Disney World's pretty cool. Like I I, I res- like the the undertaking that it is is like very interesting to me. Like the way they make it all mm-hmm. work, and like also like they have the thing now where you get like the bracelet and it like it like tracks where you are and stuff within the park, like for. You know, nefarious in the sense of marketing purposes, I guess, for them. But like, otherwise, it's like useful for you because you don't have to bring cash. You just like boop the thing everywhere. It's like almost like a you know before Apple Pay or whatever type thing, um, and all that kind of all that kind of. I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's kind of cool. Um, I get. I, I, I kind of know. understand the fixation of it as far as like a phenomenon, like people who know all the trivia about the parks and stuff. I think yeah. that's like sort of interesting. I don't really think it's like that fun to go but i also haven't been in a long time and i've never been to the one in california which I mean, is it's I an think, amusement park one. and it's yeah. like cleaner than most of the marks yeah, so it's an amusement park good. but like the rides aren't fun <laughs> like yeah, it's an amusement not, park there, with bad rides there's it's all that they sanded off all the carny edges for sure there's no right. like you know you're not afraid you're gonna like 
the salt and pepper shaker is not going to detach at the top or something because <laughs> they just like a hungover guy built it that morning. Or <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. You know, but but like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. I have no plans to go back. But I mean, I've I've half joked about you know going back and just doing like a boozy slash. I don't know, get some edibles go, or something, Disney yeah. trip, and just kind of wander around. I think that could be fun. I'd go drink all the Epcot drinks. That sounds all right. Spend yeah. $900 or whatever. Um, yeah. Or even like, yeah, as part of a trip to LA, maybe just go to Disneyland or something, because I've never been there either. But like World is obviously, like if you're going to, you're not going to Orlando. I mean, you went for family, but like if you don't have any, like you're not just going to Orlando and it's like, oh, let's right. go check out Disney. It's like, no, that's, <laughs> you're, you're like, you know. That's all that's here for anybody. I mean, there's Universal, I guess, too. But like, yeah, the main, like you're going to the main, the main yeah. thing. Main uh, event. Yeah. Should we do number three? Let's do it. Yes. Number three. Um, this story comes to us from uh, NC Hammer three two six in the Discord. Um, it is from uh, China, and uh, basically, um, I guess this is actually this is from last month. So, apologize if this story has uh, you know already already made it across your radar, but. Um, Apparently, there's this safari park in Fuyang, China, where, um, you know, it's like one of those, I think it's like a Jurassic Park situation where you like drive through and like see the animals in their natural uh, habitat. But also like Jurassic Park, um, things went wrong. And You're using, um, I love your use of Jurassic Park as like, you know, like Jurassic Park. I've never been to like a real one of those. That's just so regular safaris, right? I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's like. Otherwise, I think it's a zoo. I think there's different levels though, because like I've Bush been gardens. to like I've been to like India and driven through a wildlife preserve, and it's like we're in their house, you know what I mean? But then I think there are some where it's like it's sort of like that, but the animals are still kind of more in your house than you're in their house, you know what I mean? Mm. Which is like the Jurassic Park situation where there's like fences and you know. I would say the Jurassic Park situation usually doesn't mean it's a functional place. <laughs> Jurassic well, Park situation is the worst case scenario. I would also say, you know, a key element of the Jurassic Park situation would be the presence of dinosaurs. Be a thing. Yeah. It's hard for me to hear Jurassic Park situation and not at least be like, okay, where's the dinosaur connection? Here? What did they yeah. bring back to life? What, <laughs> right, right. How are they? How are they laughing in God's face? That makes this <laughs> a Jurassic Park situation. Yeah. Um, fair enough. <laughs> I guess it's not the, the perfect comparison. It's like, um, yeah, you mean like a zoo? It's like, I mean, kind of, yeah. <laughs> I, I just a, it's enjoy like a bush the gardens, use of, I guess. I yeah. just enjoy the use of a Jurassic Park situation in <laughs> to describe something that went fine. You're like, well, you, it didn't <laughs> go fine. That's why we're talking about it. Oh, um, yeah. Because some shit escaped. So uh, some leopards got out, which is like probably pretty high on the list of animals you don't want to get out. Like, I think tigers probably number one, but leopards are up there. Like, you don't want you don't want those escaping. Um, and apparently this happened uh, Two, three leopards escaped. Um, and this <laughs> this safari park kept it under wraps until people who lived near the safari park were like, hey, are there like leopards around? <laughs> and uh, yeah, people saw the leopards out and about like. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then uh, the park was like, "Oh yeah, they escaped three weeks ago. Sorry, we forgot to tell you." <laughs> and they were just out, uh, out and about, living it up. You know, go. I'm imagining the Wet Hot American Summer montage where they go into town. That's like the leopards are, yes. you know, living they're, it they're, up. They're they're on heroin. They're yeah. shooting uh, heroin. The, yeah, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so apparently two of the three have now been captured, but there is still one on the loose. And, oh, there, were uh, actually, there were actually only two because they had one and three painted, painted on the on side. The yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> um, but Seniors. yeah, so they, they just didn't tell anyone. So it, they escaped on April 19th and uh, the... <laughs> And then locals started reporting sightings on May 2nd. So, They've you know, around. almost two weeks later, uh, just like calling the cops. Like, I, mean, I think like, there are like some leopards a dog, out It's like, I think I'd like to know if there were just leopards around. How, like leopards not... are kind of small, right? How big is a leopard? Um, I, I mean, it's definitely not tiger lion big, but I think they're pretty big. I think they're probably like bigger than, I bet they're bigger than Tilly, you know? So now I got to deal with this seventy pound bullshit. Again. <laughs> How many pounds would you say? Let's uh, see, leopard size. Wow, Shelby is on it. Mass male, uh, sixty eight pounds. So okay, so Tilly sized. Yeah. Well, it depends. Males usually weigh between eighty and one hundred sixty five pounds, according to the San Diego Zoo. So it probably depends on the on the species too, but it mm. can be big. Length three to five point four feet. That's also doesn't so specific. help me at all. Yeah. Yeah. Does not. I don't I don't know about animal length. Like give me a give me a withers. Tell me well, how so high you, at the withers. So if you is. if you laid down it's your size it's my sort size. of. Yeah. Yeah. Cats can be long as we know. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Shelby sent us a really good long cat picture before we started recording. Uh a new addition to his family is coming and he's very long and it's very good. Yeah. But yeah, these leopards, they uh I guess they were just living it up. It doesn't sound like they killed anything um, that anybody knew about. But, uh, yeah, the the park has said they are, quote, sincerely sorry, which I don't think is going to cut it as <laughs> as explanation Our or bad. apology. Ah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, they, said, they said, like, we thought it was going to cause panic. And it's like. I mean, that's that. Then you sh- no one should ever announce anything bad. If yeah. that's the logic. Like, right. What are you I, I think about? I think the escaped leopards are what's causing panic, not announcing it. Like, like you're past people, the you know. What is this panic going to look like? By the way, like, <laughs> like people just like society breaks down because there there could be leopards. Like you know, like that doesn't seem. I don't think that's true. Um, no, people like that again. When I went to India, and we went to this like um, this this wildlife preserve. It was like. Um, we didn't see any, but it was a, it's a tiger habitat. Like that's, it's like protected specifically because of tigers and there are villages there and it's just like, yeah, sometimes people get eaten by tigers. It's just a thing that happens, but we all still live here. Like they just, <laughs> right. you know, that's our life. And, uh, it was really weird to be there for a couple of days and just be like, so are you guys just like freaked out all the time? Like I am the entire time I've been in uh, this village. Cause I'm pretty scared of getting eaten by a tiger. It turns out. I They're mean, just that's, like, yeah. it's a dull but, hum at this point in the back of my yeah. brain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, I guess, um, like they probably would say the same thing about, are you worried about constantly getting blown up living in New York? And it's that's like, true, no, you just yeah. kind of, you just kind of internalize it and it's just part of your day. You just yeah. deal with that as an existential, like sort of nonspecific fear that uh, colors, you know, yeah. your general outlook, but not your specific decisions. I had that when I was like, there's apartment, I was just like. Hmm. Any of my neighbors could just leave their stove on and I would explode. Oh, yeah. That's, and then you that's just gotta, an intrusive thought I have. Very you just got to file it away. You just got to be like, I hope not. I'll never know. <laughs> hope hope yeah. that doesn't happen to me. <laughs> yeah, sure. Hope um, that doesn't happen. That's yeah, true. Great. And unlike, um, uh, like, because there, are, it's like a tiger preserve, but there's only like 10 tigers, you know? So it's like, 
When you think about like how many how many people with guns are in like your general radius at any given time, it's like probably more than that, you know. So like, who's to say what we should be worried about? I guess we should all be way more afraid. Is what I'm saying. This podcast is trying to stoke more fear. Unlike Mm -hmm. the safari park, we would like to cause panic. So yeah, but yeah, pretty pretty scary to uh, be in a place where you know tigers are hanging out all the time. Didn't Mm. didn't like feel very at ease was not a relaxing vacation for me but i did get to drive by some elephants though that was pretty cool that's a classic that's i got to ride on experience it was pretty neat drive by some elephants just just like hang your uzi out the window (laughs) 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 take that bitch it was really messed up because you waited until uh one elephant's funeral to then kill all the other elephants who were there to pay their respects at the elephant's funeral (laughs) Shelby. Shelby's drive-by drop. <laughs> elephant drive-by drop. The classic elephant drive-by uh, sequence. <laughs> we all know now. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, so I guess I guess there's still one out there. So uh, if you're listening to this from um, Fuyang, China, uh, I'm sorry if you're finding out this way. But keep uh, an eye out. <laughs> but don't panic, because that would you know. That's the main problem. We don't want to cause a panic. Yeah, that we would don't want to cause a bad. rush of. Uh... That's somehow worse than knowing about the leopards. So. <laughs> yeah, should we do number? What number are we on? Two. Two. Number two. Number two. Number two comes to us uh, from a stray bag. Um, it's from the uh, Cape Cod Times, and uh, this is a story of a lobster diver who. Um, this guy's got quite a backstory here too, just generally. But we'll, we'll start with the the most recent thing that happened to him here. Um, he was in the water uh, for a second dive of the day, and he, I guess he 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 felt like he got shoved, and then all of a sudden it was dark, and he was just kind of getting kind of bumped around inside this very small space. And uh, it turns out he got swallowed by a humpback whale. This guy was inside <laughs> a whale's mouth, um, and he could feel like. You know, humpback whales are, are uh, they're baleen whales, I believe. Um, so they like just open their mouth and then just kind of like, you know, blow filter the water feeders. out and filter yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah. So he was just in there for that, I guess, that part of the process. And uh, he, uh, you know, he got kind of beat up a little bit, I guess. But then he just kind of came back up. Um, he got blown out is what you're yeah. saying? He went through the blowhole. Uh, that's the science. Yeah. Um, <laughs> This no, whale he, um, blew out this lobster dive. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, no, he 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 got like just like spit out because the whale was probably like ugh, like that's not you're not krill, yeah. you know, yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah, uh, and so he he like so and then his like guy who was on the, the boat waiting for him because he was going down to do uh, they just grab lobsters off like a cliff I guess out off of Provincetown uh, on Cape Cod and uh, he um. Yeah, he, he just got spit out, and he, he's definitely beat up. There's a picture of him giving a thumbs up from the hospital bed, so he's doing okay. Um, but Imagine, uh, like, going to the hospital and being like, yeah, I got swallowed by a whale. I need <laughs> yeah, to get checked out. That's on your chart. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, they change shifts. We do not have a medical billing code yeah. for this. They change yeah. shifts, and the new the new doctor is just, like, opening your chart. just like, whoa. Wait. <laughs> Did you get swallowed by a whale? Yeah, well, that's, I mean, like, that's, like, so apparently the per- the people in the boat, the crew of the boat, like, saw the whale surface, and they thought it was, like, a great white, because, like, they see them all the time out there, too, and it's like, all right, well, if that's what that is, this guy's done. He's uh, gone, gonna, yeah, yeah. We're going to yeah. see some red coming up in a minute. 
But um, then it like spat him out, and it's like, did you just get spit out of the mouth? Are you kidding me? Like that just happened. And he said he he estimates he was in there. It's probably very difficult to try to analyze how long it actually was in there, but for him. But like he said, it was like thirty to forty seconds. He was in this whale's mouth, and it was like, I guess, kind of like doing like you know, like kind of like seeing what it felt like in there. Like, eh, I don't think this is what I want in here. And then just getting rid of him. So it also, uh, it's it like when like... you swallow a bug by accident and you're like, yeah. ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> he just does that. It, it, it's also funny. Cause it's like, I mean, getting put in the mouth of like a, you know, like a baleen whale or whatever, like it probably doesn't hurt you, but they're like, they're still going to be like, yeah, you definitely have to go to the hospital, but they like, don't <laughs> even know what tests to do. They're just like, I don't know, run the normal stuff. Like I'm like, they're just like you. Something's got to be wrong. You just I'd imagine it's like a, a mild mouth. car accident. Like he's that's got probably a, I don't the think level. It's even of, that bad. He's got. It's described as a, a lot of soft tissue damage. So he's. Mm. I, I think the word the, the medical term would be he's pretty banged up. But it's banged not up. Clear, like there's not like you know any lasting damage. I don't think which is which is good and it's the fucking hell of a story. Um, yeah, there's a little. There's an interview here in the Cape Cod Times with. Uh, Guy with a great name, Charles Stormy Mayo. So Stormy Mayo is this guy's name. He's a That's scientist. Every detail about this is the most Cape Cod story ever. <laughs> yeah. It's like this could be from two hundred years ago. It would be exactly the same story with all the same names and like right. and people would think it was like not real. People would think Herman Melville made it up, you know? Yeah. But anyway. But he, yeah, so he said, you know, like, you know, it was likely accidental. Like, you know, this guy's a good diver. He's like a you know, like he's like he was doing accidental right. and it, so you mean he didn't intentionally swim into the whale's mouth <laughs> no like, he, like the whale wasn't tra- yeah it was the, like, or it was the like, whale had no motive apparently it was like a juvenile whale so it was like you know ah shit you know like a you know like a teen or something it's, basically it's still learning how to eat that's right um so this guy i mean like apparently all right so this guy first of all he's a lobster diver so like they you know they go down and they, and they go into a deep channel you know off of this this shelf uh outside of provincetown and I didn't know they sent people down to do that. I, I think it was a, all I traps. It's a, it's a sort of a less and less, uh, you know, uh, frequent. Uh, it's a lost uh, art. Yeah, I would say it's a profession that's kind of dwindling. But so I guess um, the the crewman up, up in the boat keeps track of the diver, following his bubbles as he's being pushed around by these currents. And he said, "Drivers have been dragged out. Divers have been dragged out to sea. That happened to this guy once, and he treaded water for hours before being rescued." Wow. And he said, "He said he said a share of." Uh, he said share, his share of close calls. For years, he was an abalone diver on the West Coast in an area filled with great white sharks that have a history of attacking divers. And he lost some friends like to, to great whites. Like, yeah. And even crazier, 10 years ago while traveling in Costa Rica, he was a passenger in a small plane that crashed in the jungle, killing the pilot, co-pilot, and a passenger. And he survived. So what? this guy already survived a plane crash. He I need this survived. guy's memoir. Like, this, this is, is crazy. He is part of the Joe Star family. This is yeah. A, a this guy's a JoJo for, for sure. <laughs> yeah. This um, is bananas. So yeah. He's, he's he's been through a lot. Yeah. Um, I just I I just can't like so. Um, <laughs> this has come up on the show before that we studied lobsters when I was in second grade for a long time for like half the year it was like yep. the lobster unit it's the main thing the main the main thing we the planets and lobsters mm-hmm. and uh we went on like a lobster boat um as like a field trip this was like a classic uh new england public school field trip you'd go out on a lobster boat and uh they they would show you like the traps and stuff but like i feel like if if this guy was there i would have a completely different understanding of what 
lobster fishing is like. This is like, this is blowing my mind. I thought it was just old guys uh, who look like Santa Claus pulling up uh, little wooden traps. I didn't realize they sent them down there to get eaten by great whites. It's bananas. Yeah. So some of these guys, you know, they're just. What's uh, this guy's name? Does he have a cool name? His name is uh, Michael Packer. I don't see a nickname anywhere. Um, this guy has got to have tons of nicknames. I mean, Jonah would be a good one now, obviously. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like they have an interview with a guy, Dave Spider Gibson, you know, <laughs> saying he's the best lobster diver I've ever seen, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. If you, the like, amount live of lobsters on... he gets, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> if you, like, live on Cape Cod, you have a nickname. Like, yeah. it's, a vaca- if, it, it's a vacation place, but, like, if you're one of the, like, you know, thousand people that like actually live in Provincetown. You you have to have some kind of like Jaws like nickname for sure. It's just got to happen. Yeah, I mean this guy. Maybe his are unprintable. Maybe that's what it is. That could be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's true. Like he, he's he, initially he said he thought he was inside a great. He thought he was inside a great white shark too, but he couldn't feel any teeth, and he hadn't suffered any obvious wounds. So he then he's like, okay, I guess I'm inside a whale then. Um, <laughs> Yeah, imagine that you're inside this. You're inside a mouth, and you're like, okay, time to feel and see if there are any razor sharp teeth enclosing me in here, or what kind of animal this is. Like, how fun! What a what a treat! I'm just imagining. I'm imagining it feels like getting um, thrown into the trunk of a car that is then like going over a bumpy road. That's what yeah. I'm imagining. Because he said it's like it was dark, and he was getting like tumbled around. Whales yeah. are truly the cars of the sea. You know? <laughs> They're yeah. like the minivans of the sea. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gonna need a very uh, large a, but harmless. An out of sight, but inside they're inside of the trunk of a car. Uh, Jennifer Lopez and George Clooney are inside a whale's mouth, and they have like a sexy, uh, you know, time in the whale's mouth. Well, <laughs> that brings me to my other point, which I feel like now this guy can be like, it smells like a whale's mouth in here. You know, yeah. like I just feel like that's such a gross place to be, and now he has a reference point to describe other gross things in a cool way, and I'm cool. jealous. Just like. About to, like a fight, so like oh boy, here comes the whale's mouth thing again. Okay, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. got to hear this again. All right. It's like it's, it's, like it's the, his one metaphor for everything. Yeah. now. <laughs> it's like the rocket scientist sketch from Mitchell and Webb, where it's just like any conversation. He's like, it sounds uncomfortable. I mean, it's no whale's mouth, but it <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. It's no plane crash in the jungle, right? <laughs> killing everyone aboard except me <laughs> but you know i guess it's pretty bad yeah no it seems pretty tough yeah he's got he's got kids so it's like yeah i'm sure i bet your homework is tough <laughs> you know what else yeah. was tough just like okay okay burying my friends <laughs> <laughs> okay dad <laughs> they only eat krill dad you are never in danger shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> yeah the esophagus too isn't fat even to get through the ba- baleen. Asshole. Yeah, the esophagus isn't even big enough to swallow a human. Dad, <laughs> I learned that from the article. I Is that it. that's true? Yeah, it can't swallow yeah. a human. It could get have choked a whale. <laughs> that's kind of cool. That's the worst outcome: is he dies choking a whale. <laughs> choking a whale. <laughs> that yeah. sucks. Yeah, that's too bad. Can a whale cough? That'd be weird to watch. Seeing this something has been that big moments cough. With deep thoughts with cat <laughs> It'd be weird. It'd be really weird. Can oh, no. a whale cough? What? Like, you get stuck in its throat. Is it going to be like, <sighs> like, what's it going to do? <laughs> Just Does it have residence. a gag reflex? <laughs> I got to know. I got to know. That's yeah. weird. Um, 
So yeah. he's he's he seems to be good. So best of luck to him. Uh, I don't think he needs our luck because he's got quite a uh, he's he's, he's the luckiest man alive. Yeah, yeah. So. Or he's like cursed everyone around him. Like it sounds like the people who associate with this guy have had it pretty tough. I mean, <laughs> dying in plane crashes, getting eaten by sharks. Like maybe he has some kind of weird curse on him. Like maybe he's, he's like not a lucky. he's a luck vampire. He takes yeah. it to someone else. Literally Jonah. Just just further and further into the Jonah <laughs> He's mythology. Jonah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that actually is true. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think that's what's going on with him. So stay away, I guess. <laughs> but good for him. <laughs> number one? Yeah. Number one. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Who boy. <laughs> you've, you've probably heard about this. I've been thinking about it since I saw it. Um, this is a, a story from the entertainment world, uh, where NBC was working on a new show called ultimate slip and slide based as you might imagine on, uh, the famous backyard, uh, pastime of a little sheet of plastic that you slip and slide on. Unfortunately, they've had to halt the show due to, I quote, explosive diarrhea, um, which is. Truly the one thing we didn't want to happen on the ultimate slip and slide show. Uh, <laughs> the 40 crew members got <laughs> diarrhea on the slip and slide show. Uh, they all got giardia, which I don't... Jesus. It's so bad because, like, I read Jardia article... is like, isn't that like something you get from like drinking river water, right? Isn't that like uh, that, that sounds like something that's... They were yeah, drinking the slip and slide water. They got Jardia. <laughs> it's so funny because it's like I know that this is not what happened, but like it absolutely invites the image that they got diarrhea on the slip and slide, <laughs> like, and because yeah. of the slip and slide, yeah. like that. It's like the slip and slide is a major factor in the diarrhea story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which like yeah, you know yeah. is not actually true, but like there's no well, way to divorce that. Giardia gives you diarrhea, but it also comes from di- it, it, it's 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 like <laughs> it's yeah. It, it, it's an it's an intestinal microbe. So it's a that's beautiful wh- cycle. That's where it comes from. Uh, so it yeah, somebody gives you ha- diarrhea, and it comes from diarrhea. That's right. Just, the cycle is complete. That's right. I just every it makes every part of the story so funny. Like this somebody like in an earlier announcement, NBC said, and it's like stuff about the show. It's like unlike this announcement, which is about how everyone got diarrhea on the slip and slide and had to go home. They made everyone go home. Yeah. <laughs> Shut down the slip and slide until further notice. <laughs> no one can slip or slide except in their own diarrhea. <laughs> from... <laughs> yeah, it is like, it, I, again, I'm sure it was just like there was some tainted food or something. But it's like, why were you guys drinking the slip and slide water? Because that's what it sounds like. <laughs> it's I from... mean, it is, yeah, from water. I like to think there's one guy who just loves river water. He's always got a bottle of river water on him. Just it's like that raw, raw, like that raw water, water shit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's like Michael's secret stuff from Space Jam, but it's just river water and it gives you diarrhea. <laughs> They're detoxing. They're all detoxing so they can be hot on the slip and slide show. Yeah. What is the show? Like, do we know what the game of the slip and slide show is? Uh, the competition would involve pairs of siblings, best friends, couples, and coworkers competing in multiple rounds of games, including human pong. 
body bowling, cornhole, and bocce fall. Okay. So, what does cornhole have to do with... with <laughs> yeah, they you just have to do it while cornhole. slipping and sliding. Yeah. Are you the ball or the bag? <laughs> like, are you supposed to be the... I think they're the, the bag. Like, yeah, okay. It's then, what it is. It's There's but, a slip and slide, and they put Dwayne Wade's The Cube at the end. But the thing is... Just slide into the cube. Into the cube. But the thing is, slip and slide doesn't have, like, any mechanism for you to... I'm Dwayne Wade, and this is The Cube. I still have no idea what that is. I'm just assuming there's a remake of that sci-fi movie Cube with Dwayne Wade in it. That's oh, yeah. I'm Dwayne Wade. He's trapped in the cube. This is the cube. And you have but to like, you like, have to interact with the show's social media posts for them to let him out. That's what it is. <laughs> you do like you do like little tasks in the cube, but and then I think Shelby is a legit cube. I'm Dwayne Wade. Yeah, <laughs> all right, here we go. Is the cube. I mean the cube, like but cube in the movie, Dwayne you have to do math to, to get out. Yeah, but you can ask Dwayne Wade to come into the cube and help you, but he can only do it once. I think. And this There's is all related to the, the cube. This is not the Transformers cube, just to be clear. No, 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 not no, being no. pushed Dwayne Wade. Chest. Dwayne Wade. Oh my god! And this <laughs> is the cube. It's Dwayne Wade trying to convince people to push the cube into his chest. Right. And if <laughs> if you if he gets you to do it, he wins. But if you resist, you win. That's yeah. the cube. Sam. Um, so the... Uh, uh, the diarrhea so, yeah. slip and slide. Well, well no, like, I mean, like, the, the one that had, like, the ability to send you flying was Crocodile Mile, because you, you run, you slide, you hit the bump and take a dive. Does anyone yeah, remember yeah, Crocodile yeah. Mile? Like, that mm-hmm. That was, like, the differentiation. Yeah. Crocodile Mile had, like, a pool at the end. Well, the slip and like- slide, you just ended up in the grass. And you were just like, ah, like it was not, you know, yeah, you're rolling around you're all dirty. Un- until this story, I didn't realize that slip and slide was like a branded thing because yeah, the it yellow was like one is slip and slide. Yeah. Right. Whereas I was like, that's just what it's called when you put dish soap on a tarp in your backyard. It is basically a slick tarp. But... <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't know there was like a thing that was also uh, you know. dish soap. You don't need to put dish soap on it. Do you? you do if it's a tarp because it's not <laughs> slippery. <laughs> Until you put dish soap like a on blue, it. like a blue tarp, like one of those things. That's like one yeah, step. Yeah. I'm just being like, yeah, I put a bunch of Jesus. soap on the kitchen floor and yeah. rath- writhed around for a while with my cousin. Like slip, slip and slide is not like some like fancy expensive thing. For the record, I'm pretty sure. No, it's, it's like absolutely a, not. You know. It's just like, why do we need to buy one? We have <laughs> we have a, a tarp yeah. with soap I, on it. Well, it's because yes, they have. Yeah. It's got the like you no, plug a hose into it. No, I think slip and slides cost like, like thirty dollars. Like yeah, you plug a hose into it. That's their like. That's the reason that they can just not be like we're selling you plastic, right? Just yeah, I know it has those plastic. sprinklers on the side. Like I do, I do know that you can buy those. I just didn't know it was like I thought it was like how all tissues are Kleenex. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like not, slippery tarp was also a slip and slide, but that is not true. No slippery Wikipedia tarp. entry for Crocodile Mile. This is, uh, this is I did Google image search it to see to see what we were. Uh, yeah, Crocodile we were Mile had like a jump on it and then you got to play it at like a birthday party until someone like broke their wrist and then yeah. there was no more Crocodile <laughs> All Mile. All is so dangerous. Like, I, it is kind of weird that... Uh, you like set up the sprinkler next to the slip and slide and then somebody like hits the sprinkler oh, like, yeah. or like there's like a rock that they run over. And, like, oh, the rock the on the slip and slide oh, was a serious... Or you like, you like veer off it and get like grass burns like that. I feel like that would happen. Like... Yeah, but the cro- Crocodile Crocodile Mile was cool because, like, the, at least the way it was initially set up was, like, there was just a cr- giant crocodile mouth, like a little curtain, and it's like you're just like diving to your death. Like that's yeah. apparently what, like, like it's you like dive a, into the, de- the crocodile's mouth, the death drive in action. Like it's time. <laughs> I've had enough. No Man, more math I, homework. I will say I do like all this stuff. I like a I like a backyard 
sprinkler party. That's a that's a good time. Just running around through a sprinkler. I, I would not. Uh, yeah, I would I not know. Google like sprinkler party like to hang out at. <laughs> Probably end up at a, a very different party, but. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I, how do you guys feel about water parks? Are you are you not into water parks? I like That's water where you parks. get Giardia. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, but they're fun. So the big, the bigger really the like universe them. of people that are going to be involved, the more likely that you're going to get some hits on the diarrhea. From just <laughs> some freak at a water park, like mm, for, I'm thirsty, and then just like cupping water out of a water slide <laughs> into their mouth, and just immediately getting explosive diarrhea. Like, it's like I'm not letting diarrhea stop me from enjoying the water park. I'm nope. still going to I'm still going to Blizzard Beach or wherever. And yeah. then, That's uh, like the one sign outside of every hot tub too. It's like That's don't like have diarrhea one. in here. Yeah. Oh, the, the signs single, of pools which says you cannot have active diarrhea in the pool. Don't have, <laughs> well, it's not active. The single prohibition. It's like anything goes. Just do not have diarrhea. I have, I have, I have, I have dormant diarrhea. So. <laughs> it's what it gets yeah. diarrhea it's like, sometimes. It's like, it's like, it's like Mount Et- it's like Mount Etna. It's you know it's it's been a long time. My diarrhea right. no, is in have- remission. Apparently, <laughs> you have you know you have um, the the active, the dormant, and the extinct phases of diarrhea. Right. And, uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes you think it's extinct, but nope, it was just dormant, and now it's back. It's got a real Dante's Peak situation. Diarrhea is back. It's worse than ever. Um, well, here's some I more do love that that Kanye drop yeah. shelby if you would play it again it's one of my it's what it to get diarrhea sometimes it's very good <laughs> from the slip and slide show that's the I time mean, when it's worth it i i i'm trying to think i haven't i don't know if i've been in a long time i watched the documentary about action park which was insane i did not go oh to that God. that was not part of my childhood but like that 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 was like but i mean i'm trying to think if i went to like a i went we used to go at the at the end of every year in middle school to a place in uh place called Mountainside, I want to say, in, I forget what the name is, I think it was Wallington, Connecticut, or something like that. I think that was the name of the town. Wallingford, that's it. And uh, I don't know if that still exists anymore, but they had like a water element, but you know, I was in peak middle school, shirt in the pool mode. I'm not doing that in front of girls. No, thank you. So I didn't do any of that. Uh, I did go to like the big slide when we went to Atlantis for spring break in the Bahamas. uh, Oh yeah, that big slide from the Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen movie. Where you like take, you like hit like air briefly, which is like not fun. It's like, okay, I'm going to, I'd like to stay down, please. I want to stay on, (laughs) I want to stay on the right orbit here. Thank you. Yeah, we had one um, growing up near me called Water Country, which if you if you grew up in northern New England, you have the Water Country jingle committed to memory until your death. Like it is the it is the like er local commercial jingle it's the, to me. It's the eastern motors of the North yeah. New England. Your job's your when the sun is blazing mm-hmm. and the weather gets hot, Water Country's a very cool spot. That's how it starts. <laughs> It's very this cool. is just uh, this is just Shelby's just playing music for being down at the old swimming hole. Yep. That's what this yeah. is. Yeah, this is like every country song is this music and then someone reminiscing over it. Being being down at the old yeah, uh, catching crawdads in the That's mud right. hole. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, someone should do a country water. song about that, but it like veers into talking about like the one weird kid who tortured the frogs at the mud hole. <laughs> I thought you meant what, a country song about getting mean? diarrhea from Giardia. <laughs> like, like, drink the old Another water. Classic instead, memory. Yeah, yeah, instead of rappers, we need to add add to that AI thing that Shelby used for the Kanye thing. Get like a Kenny Chesney. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like diarrhea, the old swimming hole. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> um, 
But with him, it's more. It has like a Buffett vibe because he just has become Buffett. He like mm, he's country he made Buffett. A, he made yeah. a, he made a very good pivot like in like the late '90s or early 2000s, and he's just now like going to just take over the Buffett mantle when whenever Buffett you know. I respect uh, that. Up, hang, it's a- when it, inherit Margaritaville. Whenever he hangs up the uh, I don't know what what, it, what I'm trying to think of what the funny what type of gear he would be hanging up. Hang but up whatever, the old whenever Buffett salted hangs that up. rim glasses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he hangs salt- up his holster that has beer salt in it. They're going to salt the rim of Jimmy Buffett's coffin. <laughs> <laughs> Buried with a salted rim. The guy, that would be a guy, beautiful tribute. The guy who is credited with like developing and, and like sort of shepherding Doritos through Frito-Lay. They legit, his family crumbled Doritos like on his, on his, on his casket. Aw, they put which seasoned is like, him. That guy, and that guy immediately went. Dust. That guy, when, when that guy, when it was time for that guy to die, like Elrond took him onto the ship, and they went to the Undying Lands. <laughs> yeah, like absolutely. that's you know, like that guy, man, the contribution that man made. Uh, he's <laughs> he's seated in, in in at a table full of king, you know kings who died in battle in Valhalla. Like that's that's where that guy is. Uh, like, What'd you do? Oh, I made Doritos. Like oh, nice. Yeah, the, all the all Congrats, the all the buddy. Thank you for your service. The Elysian Fields. Yeah, all the Viking you know leaders are like first they doubt him and they're like what what did you do to deserve this and then he hands them a bag of Doritos and they're like yeah and then you know Valhalla erupts in celebration as Doritos yeah. have finally come. Like he hasn't <laughs> cleaved anyone in twain with a halberd. It's like, yeah, but uh, he made this. And it's just like, they're all just <laughs> pounding the table. There's just mead going everywhere. And he cleaved yeah. a lot of aortic ventricles in twain. That's true. With those Doritos. He's got a bigger body count than any Viking. That's a good point. You know, <laughs> <laughs> depending on how you want to uh, uh, apportion uh, uh, culpability for heart disease and heart, right. heart attacks. Uh, yeah, that's But true. like the Vikings, it was honorable. So that's right. He, you know, it's, he still gets to go to Valhalla. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I just I feel like Jimmy Buffett, like I, that's like a cool guy to be. If you're, oh yeah, it's it's. Oh yeah. I mean, I guess it's like kind of a grift, but it's like it just seems very unproblematic. It's just like, yeah, old retired people who just want to hang out and yeah, get a little a, toasty a, in the sun. Yeah, I mean he he's a he's a he's genuinely a, a very clever and you know fun songwriter and. You know, yeah, like what's like the the whole tail the concert is the tailgate kind of kind of yeah. vibe, you know, and uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Seems like there's a nobody... pretty gentle subculture. Seems like they'd be very welcoming of everybody. Like... He has he, he has a truly amazing cameo in Jurassic World. Uh, yeah, because there's a, there's a mar- the Margaritaville at the park, and when shit starts to go <laughs> crazy, there's just a guy running with two full margaritas, that rocks. and it's actually Jimmy Buffett. Which That's is so really good. good. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I. Um, uh, so I like have not been to obviously been to Times Square like in a very long time until we went to go see Fast Six last the other week, and uh, getting out of the subway and just seeing the Times Square Margaritaville was like very dark to me. Like it just really bums me. <laughs> out. Oh, I want to go. We got to go. That's gonna, that's <laughs> that's fun to me. Good time. I, I went did, to yeah. Oh, I just like I I will say I did miss people so much that like after so I went to Fast Seven this week. And uh, after it was over, I intentionally walked. I went on a really long walk intentionally through Times Square, which I've never done before and probably will never do again. But it was so like it was so nice. Like it just I haven't, you know, been around that many people in so long. It was like very nice to sort of melt into a crowd and just kind of look around and, you know, try to avoid the stuff about Times Square that is depressing, which is a lot of it. I don't I think I still wouldn't choose that crowd. I find like 
of an, a better crowd. <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. It was just tourists. Like, you know, yeah. there's a lot of people taking selfies. It's all right. Yeah. The it's, good store. Pe- it's good that people are back. That's good to see. Yeah. Like, it, it just made me feel like things are, things are at least in America, at least in New York City, slowly sort of returning to, to normal. I mean, Times Square is just such a, like, such a funny thing to me. Like, I, you know, having lived in New York and living near New York growing up, it's like, I think we've talked about this before, but like, I'm sure we go to other places that they have the same feeling about, but at least those are like places with like history and like stuff to look at and like a right. museum or something in Times Square. Is just like, look at all these big stores. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. it's, it, you know, it's just, it's so bizarre to me. It's really weird too, because it's like, it's all of the things that exist in non-New York places that don't exist in New York except in Times Square. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like by and large, yeah. Every true. town has an Olive Garden, but New York's Olive Garden there's one and it's in Times Square. I know there's other ones, but like I was gonna say there's one on like twenty there was one on twenty third at least. I don't remember if it's But it's like that's not like you don't that it's that's not associated with New York City in any way. Except that Times Square is associated so strongly with New York City, but it's full of things that are in every mall and it's just very it's a weird like inversion you know what i mean it's very strange and i guess the m&m store is like they don't have those elsewhere or something so i guess you could get like a custom m&ms or something but like yeah like you can like go into bubba gump a restaurant that is just so like one of the weirdest things of all time like like so weird a a restaurant themed after a movie that from like forever ago that people don't really even regard that highly anymore and it's like weirdly themed to it but it's been going for 30 years just right. like truly crazy like people there are for shrimp. sure people that go to that place <laughs> that don't know about Forrest what bubba now. gump is yeah even. yeah that's yeah. probably true it's i was there with a guy who didn't know what bubba gump was and he also <laughs> had never had shrimp and he ate one with the shell still on okay he's a think, weird guy <laughs> i think that's you met an alien pretending <laughs> yeah. to be a human being you met you met a uh, prot from uh, k-pax did you also eat a banana strangely yeah he's wearing these sunglasses <laughs> yeah he just uh sucked out the shrimp's brain and then spit it out it was weird yeah, then there were some, there were some allegations, and then he said it was time for the alien to go back home. It was strange. I don't yeah. know, uh, just a normal 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 setup there. But yeah, walking um, through Times Square, like I walked by a Forever Twenty One, and I'm just like, who is going to this Forever Twenty One? Like, I'll shop at a Forever Twenty One, but like, who is in this one? Why does why is this here? Like, you can buy here. stuff from Forever Twenty One, and like. Yeah, take it back to elsewhere in the U.S. or something. Yeah, right. just a, where they have that also at the mall. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but this is yeah. from here. It's and then like, it yes. disintegrates after it's, you wash it twice. Yeah, and, uh, it's for, you just have the memory of it left. It's for teens to be like, "Oh boy, I'm shoplifting in New York City." <laughs> <laughs> Forever Twenty One is just like built. Like I feel like they just are shoplifting central. Like that that store is built to shut. I, I will say uh, there there was I've a, never was thought a really... about shoplifting from there. You're giving me good ideas. There we go. <laughs> this is evidence now. This is premeditated. Yeah. Uh, I um, there was a really good uh, speaking of Times Square. There's a really good long form article about the rise and fall of Planet Hollywood, which I have been saving mm. like a little treat for myself. Um, but because Planet Hollywood was like the cool, like was supposed to be the coolest thing in the world when it came out, it was like, oh my god, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis and Sylvester Stallone are like investors in this restaurant and it's going to have movie memorabilia and it's like oh my it's god it's like if so fucking cool. iron man and captain america made a restaurant today yeah it's like I that mean, level but it's like I mean, it's like all know. my favorite movie characters came out with a birthday cake just for me <laughs> exactly that's game yeah. master anthony the restaurant but yeah but like it, it was like and so i had like a, i wish i still had it i had like a black baseball cap that had like the Planet Hollywood logo, but it was in like silvery thread. It was like shiny because that was like the, you know, it was like glitz. And, but so 
there's all these stories about how like it went bankrupt and all this crazy stuff. But like uh, we went to the one in 2019. <clears throat> we tried to go to Hard Rock and we, and there was like a huge waiter because we were going to the, the 42nd Street uh, Times Square to go see. And we were going to see the Lighthouse, so we had a real high art and uh, uh, kitsch sort of uh, one or the other night. But um, we ended up going to Planet Hollywood, which was like pretty grim the way it's set up, and it's like you know all the kind of food you'd expect. But they have like. I don't know, like Ghostbusters outfits that are just like there you can go look at. And like the most important one for me was in the in part of the gift store, which is disrespectful. Um, the lament configuration cube from Hellraiser is just on a shelf. Oh, that's in like the gift that's, shop. That's, that's just sick. sitting there. Although yeah. they call it the Lamont configuration, which is just. I'm my way. That's what the cube is. The cube. The cube yeah, is the lament configuration. I'm that's Dwayne Wade. And Dwayne I'm Wade is a you. Cenobite. People don't <laughs> yeah. realize that. Yeah. I'm Dwayne Wade, I'm Dwayne and I'm going to show you a world show between you. pleasure and pain. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> that's what. That, the, the, is that is that my 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 dead brother is coming back to life? And it's just I'm Dwayne Wade, and this is the cube, and he's up in the attic, and uh, and this is yeah. your dead brother. And my, my horrible wife is bringing back uh, various lovers uh, in the middle of the day to get uh, eaten by Dwayne Wade. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, that um, would suck if you went and you thought you were playing a TV game show and then a bunch of hooks got put in you. <laughs> that would I'd be, be upset. Real Sub- suboptimal. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like uh, when you think you're going to be on a game show and then you get Giardia instead. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a Hellraiser scenario. I think <laughs> that's I a like world it. between pleasure. A slip and slide <laughs> is a bit of a a slip and slide is a real Hellraiser sort of situation. Honestly, it is. I had to say, between I, pleasure and pain, absolutely. Every time I hear yeah. Giardia, I'm like, is that the stuff that goes in the Chicago hot dogs? I can't. I can't like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Honestly, not a Chicago yes. hot dog unless it's got diarrhea on it. <laughs> unless what is a it guy who ate some river water came over. Yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah. I don't want to do a New York accent for Chicago, but just putting. Yeah, you got, they just have a little a little uh, thing of like. Uh, that's what the celery salt is. It's like fish food, and, the, and but it's like, it's like like tapping it on. This is the jadia. Yeah. It gets activated once it gets into your digestive tract. It's, it's like a little. Oh, great. It's like a little ketchup packet, but it's diarrhea in there. <laughs> <laughs> That is, that is so upsetting to think about. That is so upsetting. Yeah. I hate that. Wow. Nasty. Catch a packet of diarrhea. We have to there end this show forever. This oh, is yeah. the last one. After Good that. grief. We've threatened it many times, and that's it. It's over. Um, oh, we truly can't make that the title of the episode, but... I would people would just the, unsubscribe. People, people would yeah. boycott our Patreon. Somebody with notifications on being like, hey, new episode just <laughs> dropped. Ketchup packet of diarrhea. Like, oh, <laughs> why is, Why do I do this? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway, plugs times. Plugs, 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 It's plugs. Uh, best way to support the show, patreon.com slash word of time pod. Um, that's where we have tons of bonus episodes, live show uh, video, roadhouse commentary track, uh, just, a, just a whole bonanza in there. So, uh, yeah, patreon.com slash word of time pod. We met our goal for the uh, doing the death nut challenge, which is eating a series of increasingly spicy nuts. And uh, we will be doing that, uh, and that'll be out uh, for patrons. Uh, we're, we're saying by the end of the month that is a the, date is set. We are we have a date to record it, but we are too scared of what might happen if we do it live. So we're going to record it and then that's put right. the recording on the Patreon. That's so right. Stay tuned. 
So stay tuned for that. Uh, and that'll, yeah, that will, we'll, we'll let everyone know when that drops. Uh, so that's coming soon. And, uh, we just set a new goal at 1300 patrons. We are going to do a, uh, in honor of, uh, F9 coming out. I don't even know what it's called. If the naming convention is too confusing, uh, but it's fate of the furious fast eight. Uh, we're going to do another commentary track. Uh, and we're hoping to maybe record this one in per- I mean, we're going to do this one in person, I think. So we're, yeah, we're, that's, that's exciting. So that should be, that should be fun. So, Get on board, and you can hear. Uh, and I don't think Kath and Eli have seen that yet. I have not. Right? I'm saving it, it for when we do the commentary track, so and we are the movies. That's right. <laughs> we are currently 97 so. patrons away from meeting this goal. So, yeah. so 97 of you, get get on it. I've get seen on some of them. We I don't think love... I've seen Fate. I've seen some of them, and I couldn't tell you which ones I saw. Except um, Tokyo Drift, true, that one's true noticeably fan. different. I think I've seen all of them except eight and the first one. I don't think I've ever seen the first one. I gotta, I gotta check it out. I, well, I just watched seven, and there's a big um, Paul Walker tribute montage at the end where there are a lot of flashbacks to number one, and I was like, I gotta watch number one. It looks good based on these Paul Walker tribute flashbacks. Mm. Gotta check it out. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 yeah, it's very different. It's pretty um, funny uh, in the seventh one when they do that because uh, they basically make him drive to heaven. It's like Greece. Yeah. He just mm. he just drives off to heaven into the that's distance. Right. That's nice. It's very moving. Um, so yeah, so that's it. Thirteen hundred patrons. patreoncom pod. We will do Fate of the Furious commentary track. And uh, in the meantime, you get a bunch of stuff, including access to, as we said, the Death Note challenge. So uh, sign up today. Um, Let's see. Among oh, something else you get if you're a patron, uh, patron of Time WhatTimePod, uh, you get uh, free shipping at our store, which is you can find this all at WhatTimePod.com, um, but it's uh, WhatTimePod.BigCartel.com. Lots of good stuff on there, including the uh, Goblin Stance design that Eli drew. Um, so check all that stuff out. And um, let's see what else. Uh, what time uh, we got the uh, the Discord. Um, if you want to uh, uh, chat with some cool folks, that's uh, that's in the link in the description there. And uh, if you're at the $10 patron level, you have access to the private channels, which I am incapable of making them sound like they're uh, inappropriate, but they are just uh, including story suggestions, which we uh, heavily uh, look at. So if you want to suggest something to us, that's the best way to do it for sure. Um, let's see what else. We have uh, uh, um, What a Time Pod on Twitter, What a Time Pod on Instagram. What a time podcast at gmail.com. I think that's all off the top of my head. I'm Patty Mo on all the stuff. I don't have anything else to plug. I have another podcast called Lie, Cheat, and Steal. It's a true crime podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. Um, <clears throat> we just released a free episode about the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum heist. Um, that should be out by the time this comes out. Uh, our uh yeah we we hit our patreon goal so we now do two free and two paid episodes a month and a patreon for that um i will have stand-up dates coming up but i don't have anything in the super near future at the moment so please if you live uh in the new york area check out my twitter kath barbadoro at twitter i will post dates on there i would love to see you in person but not via you coming to my house based on me doxing myself early in this episode that's right that's all i have to plug um I have nothing to plug this week. I'd, uh, we have stopped doing new episodes of TV and D for a moment. We're, we're in between seasons of that, as we're calling it. But if you've never seen it, they are all on YouTube. It's a show where I play D&D with some old friends from College Humor uh, as different TV casts. Other than that, you know, socials. Cool. All those restaurants on Instagram. See you next week, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, folks. Sorry we told you about a ketchup packet full of diarrhea. 
I'm not swearing. The guy was running! Someone come get your man! In the street! And uh, you'll, you'll forgive me, it's uh, Barbadoro, uh, Barbadoro, uh, Barbadoro. Todd Beamer. That's the 9-11 guy who said let's roll, Todd Beamer. That's not, you don't think of that every time you hear let's roll? I, I, that's, I, I, don't that, know who the, I don't know who the 9-11 guy who said let's roll the, the guy on Flight 93, it was like on the phone call, he was like, all right, let's roll. He's, and then that's like when they rushed oh, the hero? Yeah, he's one of the guys. Yeah.